Hello everybody. Man, so excited to be back here. Um recording another episode for you guys. I have had uh quite a bit of time off <laughs> over um had a nice little summer break, which has been so good. Um to be honest, I had had a good few weeks where I just didn't even think about the podcast. I put that um the co sleeping one out the day before Christmas, I think it was, and then I've kind of just yeah, had a really nice break from it. Um, just been spending lots of time with family and friends and oh, it's just been so good. Lots of time out in the sun. Um, over New Year's, uh, my family, we went to a festival which was just out of Auckland in Kumu called Resolution and um, some friends of ours had organised it and it was the first year that the festival had been put on. And it is a family-friendly, alcohol, drug-free um, event and just uh, lots of really cool workshops on during the day, um, music, live music at night and it was just so much fun. It was four full days. Um, most people camped there. We decided that that might be a bit too much. It was just easier um, because it was so close to just stay at our house, it was only like a 30, 40 minute drive from here. So um, yeah, I just kind of like, we just went for the day, usually ended up staying quite late and then drove back here and then just drove in again the next morning. Um, actually ended up spending majority of the time at the festival. I kind of thought, oh, maybe we'd have like a half morning here and then head in. But there were just so many awesome workshops on that um, I wanted to go to and Dylan served tea there as well. So we had to be in early a couple of mornings. And then for New Year's night, we actually ended up staying. Um, we camped in the tent because, yeah, we obviously wanted to make it to the good old countdown. Um, so we did that and then it was nice to just be able to slip into the tent and have a good sleep. But yeah, it was it was so cool to be able to go to something like that. And, you know, I've always kind of like not wanted to put these limitations on myself you know like Dylan and I try to all the time of not like oh we have a baby we can't do things like this anymore it's just we just always so open have such a good attitude about oh you know we'll we'll make it work and majority of the time it we do and it, it always pays off so yeah really stoked that um you know I went to so many workshops and okay so my thing for the festival was like because i I really love doing yoga and I haven't been to a yoga class since, um, I was going to say since Fern had been born, but even since before then, because I couldn't find a pregnancy yoga class I liked. So maybe, yeah, in a long time, um, maybe six or nine months or something. And my one thing was I wanted to go to one yoga class at the festival. Um, and I think it was, oh yeah, first, uh, after staying there on New Year's night, on the morning of the 1st, um, we were up nice and early, Fern, Fern's good at helping us with that, and there was a 7 o'clock yoga class on, and it was like a minute walk from our tent, so we kind of just like rolled out of our tent, Dylan actually ended up coming too, and Fern had just woken up, I gave her a feed just before the class started, and then she just lay on the ground like in between me and Dylan's yoga mats, and we both got to do the whole entire one hour yoga class and Fern just chilled there and like barely even made a sound and I got to do the whole thing and it was so exciting um yeah but I just can't stress enough like how much 
fern thrives off being in an environment like that and I don't think it's just her I think it's uh, lots of babies um, kind of similar to to when I spoke about how she was at the women's retreat that I went on it's she wants to be included you know she doesn't want to be off sleeping by herself in some other room or you know she wants to be there doing or observing exactly what we're doing and like what better way to learn you know I don't want her to think that there's there's some things babies are allowed to come to and things they're not I want her to be joining me for you know almost everything I do so she learns from an early age exactly what life is and how I like to live my life and um yeah all that goodness so just wanted to share that with you guys what else have we been up to we went on a little camping trip up to um, Matapori which is one of my favorite beaches that was actually really nice because that was the last place that Dylan and I visited before I gave birth to Fern we took um borrowed our friend Simon's van and went and stayed there a few nights um so yeah we had a super nice little family trip there just lots of walks and swims we've been putting Fern in the ocean quite a bit this summer um Dylan's like adamant that she is going to love the water as much as him and not be scared of waves like me <laughs> so we started a pretty early um does she like it we get asked this question a lot I wouldn't say she loves it but she doesn't dislike it either the first I think the very first time we um we put her toes in the water she cried a little bit I think it was because it was quite cold (laughs) um but since then she's been fine we kind of just take her in slowly and just talk to her and you know make sure it's at a good time when she's had a sleep and a feed and is in a good place um and yeah she now is like you know we we have obviously haven't put her head under anything but otherwise comes fully submerged in the ocean with us um yeah and it's really cool it's fun actually no I think she does enjoy it a bit or we we have fun when we're in the water so um yeah it's really cool she's such a champ hey one time we put her in the ocean and I like struggled to get in it was pretty cold and she kind of like did some like (laughs) like deep breaths when we first put her in and I was like oh I don't think it's too cold but then she just like managed to work herself through it you know we're always holding her so she's close and knows she's safe and yeah so it was really cool but yeah like I was saying um yeah had a nice little break but then over the last couple of weeks stuff's just kept popping back up into my head that I'm just so keen to share with you guys so here I am and today we are I'm not we I'm going to be uh sharing with you guys about baby wearing and this is another one of my favorite favorite topics that I'm super passionate about so I'm excited to be sharing this with you guys today Right, so baby wearing, what is it? Um, it's basically <laughs> what it what its name says it is. Um, just wearing your baby on you, you know, which we often naturally do. We pick them up and we carry them, but um as I'm sure you'll know, they either, you know, once they start getting big they get so heavy and they're awkward to carry around. But also it means you've only got um either none or just one arm free to do stuff with and that's uh you know there's stuff you can do but that's limiting for sure so yeah the benefits of baby wearing is that you can have your baby on you and close but still with two hands free um and that's oh it's so amazing it's it's life-changing I probably said many times this podcast but I don't know how anyone survives and raises a baby 
and manages to get anything else done without using baby ring honestly it is a must have um so where does it come from actually I think if you look back at almost every native indigenous tribe that they will have some form of baby ring and we've got it a little more streamlined these days with slightly easier carriers to put on and um, <clears throat> then some of the contraptions that they had. Actually, no, actually some some cultures just use like the most simple form either, like ever, like just a plain piece of, or not a plain, but just like a single piece, a strip of material. Pretty sure they use that in India and in Peru, um, Peru and South America. Yeah, but I've also seen some very cool contraptions. So Google um, maybe like native tribes baby ring and you will see some cool things. But yeah, I mean, I guess it came about because of the necessity of it, right? Um, If you think back to the way that uh, our people used to live a much more simple lifestyle and not so much in these safe, protective houses, um. I mean, I guess often it just wouldn't be safe to leave your baby lying around. Like if I look at Fern right now, she's just lying lying on the ground. She's having good fun with um, a stainless steel cooking bowl. Those are absolute magic. She keeps just like staring at her reflection on the side of it and cracking up. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> um, but, you know, she's just lying down on the ground a little bit away from me. And I guess if you lived in a more wild area or more with nature, that it wouldn't be safe to just leave her there unattended you know if I skip down to another room or go toilet or whatever um it just wouldn't be safe it doesn't make sense to leave your baby lying around it makes sense to have them close and also if you're moving about lots during the day um you know if you're doing some gardening cooking washing looking after other children whatever um or maybe you're you know you yeah you just do lots of walking um, it makes sense to have some sort of way to secure your baby to you, to keep them close, um, so you can feed them whenever they need, you know, on demand. If you listen to my breastfeeding podcast, I talk about that a bit, where, um, whereby if you've got your baby on you all the time, it's so much easier to firstly be tuned in to when they do need to feed, but also to just so quickly um, get them feeding and keeping them much happier. So yeah, that's where it came from. And to be honest, before I had Fern, I hadn't really seen it. I hadn't seen it a lot. I don't know many people that, uh, do actually baby. It's definitely not like a cool thing to do. The cool thing to do is to be seen with your baby in a pram that's I feel like that's what it is at the moment um but I'm I'm really hoping to change that and it was kind of kind of cool when um one day this is when I was pregnant maybe I was like six months or something and Dylan and I were um so when we lived out at Piha we were on a bushwalk there which is something you know we love to do a lot of the time um, and I kind of, I just had this vision as we were walking and Dylan often voiced his worries, you know, like before Fern was born about, um, everything changing when she came along and, you know, like changing in a restrictive way, not being able to do everything we currently do. 
but this never really resonated with me I just I didn't have that concern I was like we'll still do you know obviously not every single thing but most of the things we've always done they'll just look a little different and it's cool now to reflect on um, the fact that we have done that which is awesome but so take this walk for example I just I had this vision as I was walking along Um, I was like I can picture us doing exactly this you know a bush walk like we do often But instead of, you know, right now I'm carrying baby, but I'm carrying her on my inside. But so instead of on the inside, I'm just going to be carrying her on the outside. Um, And it just kind of like, it just clicked with me so clearly. I'm like, of course, baby will love being worn and carried for its, um, for, you know, her first little bit of life because it's so closely replicating what, um, what she knows so far of, of life in the womb you know it'll it's just it's exactly the same thing one's just in the womb and one's out of the womb and it will be I just like knew it would be her safe and happy place because it's so similar and that she wouldn't mind all the jiggling and the noises but that instead they would actually comfort her because that's what she's so used to um yeah and it's been so awesome to see that that is exactly the case um that you know whenever ferns on me if she's sleeping in the wrapper in the carrier I never have to worry about making noises or doing anything differently I just keep doing what I'm doing you know movement and noise is actually good and and what she's used to and this was kind of yeah before I even knew that baby wearing was really a thing so it was really cool to have that experience um and then now I can I can share with you guys that I was spot on, that it's so true. And I think that's kind of like the basis of baby wearing and why it's so great and so soothing and so safe um, and an amazing place for your baby to sleep is because it so closely replicates the conditions of the womb, of being held tight, of being warm, of being, you know, that kind of like swaddled feeling Um and of having, you know, the mother's heartbeat right there. You can feel her skin. You can hear her voice. You feel her movements. Yeah, it's it's perfect. Before I had Fern, I got given a couple of different baby carriers. And I, one of my friends, uh, my lovely friend Rudo, she showed me how to use it. So they were all the stretchy wrap, which is one type of wrap. And it's basically just a really long, thin strip of material. And <laughs> the first time you hold it, you're just like, holy heck, what on earth do I do with this? Um, it's so long. And Rudo showed me how you put it on. And it's one of those things that looks so complicated the first time. And you're like... How am I ever going to remember how to do that? But honestly, I think I did it twice when I was there with her and maybe practiced again once at home. And then once Fern was here, um, I was able to remember exactly how to put it on, maybe just like double-checked on, you, you know, you can just YouTube or Google how to wear any of these carriers and there is a lot of information out there um, to help you. But then, yeah, it was, it was super easy to remember. It's just, yeah, one of those things you only needed to do only need to do a couple of times um so but I had like three different sorts of the stretchy wrap so they were all the same concept but um they were actually all different materials and different you know like one was a thinner material and a lot 
are shorter in its width and that's the one that I actually ended up using the most when Fern was a newborn so the cool thing actually no I'll save that um yeah and because it was it was nice and small so yeah it fit her perfectly as a newborn um it was so snugly we used that a lot and then I had another one that was um uh more so that was kind of like a cotton fabric then the next one was a more synthetic fabric so that one would be have been really good if um, I'd had her in summer which I'll touch on uh, that a bit more later um, but because it was winter I didn't end up using that one too much and then I also had a uh, Moby one which had found at an op shop which was a lot bigger and longer and thicker and wider um, but it got to a stage where Fern was getting too heavy for that first uh, thinner smaller one that we'd been using so then I was able to move uh, to that one so yeah there's there's honestly you guys there's so many different types of carriers that it can definitely be a bit um, overwhelming when when you first kind of start delving into it but um, yeah it's it's so worth it so I wanted to share with you guys um a bunch of the many, many benefits of baby wearing, kind of like reasons why I love it so much. Um, and the first one I've kind of touched on already, that um, the idea that it's so similar to being in the womb. And again, I think I might have spoken about this before, about just making that transition from being in the womb to being in the real world um, as smooth and gradual as possible. So by having baby on you for as much time as you can um, once, you know, when, when they're just a, a little newborn um, is going to mean that they are going to be happy and their needs best met. Yeah, and that, that, you know, that results in a happy, calm, safe, secure, satisfied baby and, and who doesn't want that? So that is definitely a really, really good reason. Um, yeah, even if you even if you just use baby wearing for the newborn stage, which I'd say is like the first three months, that is when I would definitely say it's the most important. When I see um, a newborn baby in a pram, it honestly, like, I'm not even kidding, it breaks my heart when I see this when I'm out and about. Because it's just so unnatural to have that separation, them to be lying on this like dead, cold, flat plank of pram completely by themselves. Like I know the mum's usually just there or whoever, but it's just it's so unnatural. It doesn't seem right. They should be close to their mum and, oh, yeah, okay. Um, I, could, I could talk about that for hours. <clears throat> um yeah, so honestly, even if you just do it for the first few months of baby's life, there will be so many benefits. Um, okay, so in terms of once you get past that, I would say the two other main reasons or the two like biggest benefits that I get out of baby wearing are the independence it gives me and how easy it is to get Fern to sleep. So in terms of independence, like I said, you know, obviously it's nice to, um, I definitely in the first few weeks of, 
of Fern's life spent a lot of time just like chilling on the couch and had her sitting on me. And so then she's not in a wrap and doesn't need to be because she's already on me and close. But, um, you know, eventually the help runs out and there's not people serving you hand and foot anymore, sadly. Um, And you need to start getting up and doing those things around the house, like preparing yourself some food, you know, washing nappies or going out on walks, you know, getting out and about. Um, And the easiest way to be doing those things and making sure that your baby's needs are met is by wearing them. So I would just um, put the stretchy wrap on in the morning and um, just leave it on for most of the day. You can, um, yeah, I think that that's one of the big benefits about the stretchy wrap is that you can just leave it on. And whether Fern was in it or not, I was just wearing it. Um, So it was easy to pop her in and out if I, yeah, if I, I would be sitting there feeding her on the couch and then she, um, then I needed to go make myself some food. I'd just pop her in the stretchy. She'd be happy and safe and comfy. I knew exactly where she was and that she was okay. Um, so yeah, it was really beneficial for both of us. But also, um, so say you weren't baby wearing. What, I guess, what would that scenario look like instead? You would just leave your baby I don't know, on the bed, on the couch, on the floor, Um, maybe in, I guess, one of those like bouncy things um, instead. And, you know, they might be happy for five minutes or so, but I think you would find eventually that, you know, they would either be missing you or just not feel safe anymore or need a feed or they would need something. Um, So then you would have to stop whatever it was you're doing and come and pick them up and then you know you couldn't carry on with it so or if you know you're in another room and you've got a newborn baby you know there's a lot of times where you're anxious about are they okay uh in those first few weeks of of having them around because they're so tiny and they seem so precious and yeah so you know you're stopping what you're doing or while you're doing it you're just worrying about them so by baby wearing you eliminate all of that also really good in terms of you know how I just spoke about how we were at a festival for New Year's I wouldn't have been able to do that festival without baby wearing like there's just there's absolutely no way um, I could have done it because I was moving around all the time you know every hour it would be a new workshop or in between you'd go to a different spot to hang or go get some food Um, and my arms just would have been dead if I was trying to carry fern around you know just like unsupported that whole time She's getting big and heavy now. Um, Yeah, so just to be able to do stuff, to get out and do stuff and have your baby safe and on you, (coughs) major bonus. Okay, and then the second thing um, is that putting Fern in the carrier or the wrap is the main way that I get her to sleep. Um, And I actually don't even know how (laughs) no I do a little bit of an exaggeration but almost don't know how other people get their babies to sleep without baby wearing and so when Fern was a newborn I would um majority of the time I would feed her to sleep so we'd just be sitting on the couch I'd just feed her maybe stand up and give her a little rock as well and she would fall asleep but the other way I was able to do it was to just put her in the stretchy wrap, you know, give her a feed before I pop her in, put her in, 
the stretchy wrap and just go for a walk. And that repetitive rhythmic movement just puts her to sleep. You know, it might take, um, I'm trying to think back then, it might have taken like five or ten minutes of walking and then she just peacefully falls asleep. You know, this isn't like she's crying and upset and doesn't want to be there she's just happily in the carrier she might like like to look around for the first little bit see where we are and then just peacefully falls off to sleep and usually she will stay asleep for as long as I keep walking um yeah it's amazing you guys and just like such a cool little tool to have yeah I I can't recommend it can't recommend it enough so yeah that's what we did when Finn was a newborn and it was cool because you know Dylan could do that as well again I just feed her first he could pop her in the wrap and go for a walk my mum did it as well you know they could get out for like an hour walk around Piha um, and I just got a bit of time to do whatever it was I needed to do back at the house um, which was so amazing and just knowing that she was safe and happy was so cool but so these days, so Fern is six months now. She just turned six months, uh, maybe like a week ago. And I have actually started putting her down for some naps now on the bed. I think we started doing this maybe um, maybe around five months, maybe just a little bit before. Um, up until then, I think almost every single sleep she had had on me or on Dylan or on my mum or you know like someone very close to us um either in the carrier or just like on us when we were just sitting on the couch um or whatever so yeah she's been kept very close for the first few months of her life which was um yeah one of my big aims and yeah but so it got to the stage where it was just getting too much for her to sleep on me all the time um she was getting too heavy in the carrier like it was really starting to hurt my back and when she was just having sleep with me when I was sitting on the couch I was just getting really frustrated that I wasn't able to use that time uh to do other things you know I was limited to just sitting there so I started um what I started doing was feeding her to sleep in our bed so just like I do at night time except during the day obviously um uh yeah we just lay down and I'd feed her to sleep often I need to kind of like give her a little butt pat for a while to help as well and sometimes she can go to sleep that way but not always I can't really work out a rhyme or or reason to it exactly um but that's okay so say that's not working um I, you know, I always have that trick up my sleeve of just being able to pop her in the carrier and get her to sleep that way, which is so, so handy. And I used to always um, feed her to sleep in the carrier. So the cool thing about the carrier that I have now, which is more of like a a structured um, buckle carrier, I guess you would call it. One of the big benefits is that you can breastfeed easily in it. And most of the time Fern is fed to sleep. So that was cool to be able to do that. So it meant that I didn't need to actually go out for a big long walk, which is what I did when she was in the stretchy wrap to get her to sleep. But that I could just <coughs> still be in the house or wherever we were, still with, you know, if we were with other, out with other people, 
um phone's <laughs> just trying to trying to steal the microphone at the moment she's into grabbing everything and putting it in her mouth sorry darling i need this one what was i saying um so i used to yeah always feed fern to sleep in the carrier but wearing her on the front like that and in the position that she needed to be for me to feed her really really started affecting my back and so it's recently just gone to the stage where I've just like told myself I can't do that anymore so I either feed her to sleep just um, like sitting on the couch or I feed her to sleep in the bed where I can then creep away once she's fallen asleep or um, I have her on my back and we went through a little stage of like a few days where she was just in the care on my back and I was just, you know, doing odd jobs around the house and she just like fell asleep so peacefully and all by herself. And it was so amazing and so exciting. I was like, oh, this is a new thing, but she hasn't been doing that recently. As always, things come and go um, and it's, yeah, it's best not to expect anything. Just wait and see what's going to happen um, each each new day. But yeah, so at the moment I kind of more need to do the whole go for a walk thing or just like walk quite vigorously in circles around the house and pat her bum when she's on my back. But she does fall asleep um, eventually and my mum took her for a walk in the carrier on her back the other day and she went to sleep on there. So yeah, it's such a great tool. But okay, so first of all is it's great for getting your baby off to sleep. But then secondly... The like ridiculously amazing benefit of it is that your baby can sleep anywhere that you are, right? So say you didn't use this and you had very strict conditions for where your baby slept. So they needed to sleep in their cot at home in their dark, silent room with their favorite toy or whatever. It means that you have to kind of like base your life around when your baby needs to sleep so you've maybe um at the moment ferns usually awake for like two to three hours in between sleeps so you've got that much time to go out and about and do something and then you need to be back home ready for your baby's next sleep it's so restrictive um and something I really didn't want to to have to do with fern but with the carrier it doesn't matter where we are I know that Fern will be able to get to sleep because all she needs to get to sleep is be in that carrier and on me Um, and especially with you know both the houses we've lived in since having Fern have been really far away from like the central city where most of our friends and family and events and classes and everything we go to are so yeah there's just no way I could have could have done that but also um, another point about you know the festival we went to same thing like I was able to just go to whatever I needed to go to all day because Fern if she just needed to chill she could chill wherever we were if she needed to feed you know I obviously just um, I just exclusively breastfeed so that's always available she needed to sleep I always had the carrier and she could just fall asleep in that so it just it just takes away that element of not being able to do things when you have a baby and that's yeah one of the biggest reasons I would recommend it because it means you can be anywhere you know almost anywhere almost doing anything and your baby has can have all their needs met while you still get to have yours met as well 
because I can't even imagine like how <clears throat> how hard it would be if you're having to be home for these sleep times or your baby can only sleep in these specific conditions. You know, especially if it's like that if they're used to sleeping in a quiet room. Like the cool thing about baby wearing is that ferns used to just sleeping around noise and you know it just it all turns into white noise and sometimes like a really <clears throat> loud sudden noise can like wake her up but you know just a bit of a jiggle and a pat and she and she just gets back to sleep and so like at the new year's festival we you know we went to this crazy loud concert on new year's night and fern just slept through most of it. actually no she did wake up near the end um I think I stopped moving was the problem there um but you know she she can sleep through a super loud concert it means I don't have to miss out on that I don't have to go to bed at nine o'clock or whatever when Fern needs to go to sleep I can just put her in the carrier and continue on doing what I'm doing and same thing like um you know like my dad's 60th a few months back I didn't have to, I was able to stay the whole time till like past midnight because I just popped Fern in the carrier and she slept on me. So yeah, just that her needs being met, your needs being met, you can be out, be social, doing things you love, still having those experiences. All right, I think I got, I think I got that point across. So those are my main reasons as to why I would highly recommend you do this. Um, but there's a couple of other little ones. Um, <coughs> oh, so if you wanted to just do a little bit of baby wearing, but also use a pram or whatever, you know, as always, you do whatever works for you. But um, if you're really into bush walks or adventurous walks where you couldn't take a pram on, baby wearing is obviously really great for being able to do that. Um, I also just love that it's so small and easy to put in the car and take with you you know if you compare a carrier a buckle carrier to a pram the ease of putting it in and out of the car is you know is huge um a huge difference and yeah so I really like that aspect of it too um Fern actually just for the very first time the other day went in a pram so she made it She's come all the way to six months <clears throat> without ever going in a pram. And at the start, I was so into baby wearing that I was kind of like, uh, looked down on people who use prams. <laughs> not, not, not quite, but you know, I was kind of, kind of didn't, I just didn't understand it. And I was like, Fern's never going to go on a pram. But she's gone to the stage where she is pretty heavy. Um, and what actually ended up happening was that my mum just bought like a cheap secondhand pram off tray me and got it the other day and we were around so she took Fern for a walk up to the park and it was so cool and I'm totally happy and fine with her using it because I know now that Fern is at an age where she doesn't need that security of being you know on me or on my mum that she's uh you know comfortable being having that bit of distance and it worked, you know, just the same as a carrier that after a while Fern fell asleep. Um, but I think she also really enjoyed, you know, that view and being able to go for that walk around the park, which obviously you can get with the carrier as well. But the pram's a lot easier for my mum to use. She's been, like, amazing, though, at, at giving the baby wearing a go. But, yeah, and when it comes down to it, the pram is easier. So, yeah, I'm really happy for her to use that. Um, and I used it 
I tested it out, took her for a little bit of walk around the block. <laughs> to be honest, I felt like a bit, a bit of a noob using it, like, which is funny because I think I always had a bit of a fantasy about being a mom and pushing a pram and it was the cool thing to do. But after being so into baby rearing, it was, it felt strange to be walking around pushing a pram. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely has its benefits and yeah, for things like just walking up to the shop and then being able to put, you know, some groceries in the tray underneath or, or for your grandparents to use it. Um, yeah, obviously that's so totally cool. Totally cool to have a balance of both or a little bit of one or more of the other. Um, but yeah, I just, again just stress if those first like say three months if you can mostly wear your baby and not use a pram that there will just be so many benefits from that and then just to get into a bit more of like a scientific perspective on baby wearing um there is a lot of research that has shown that it is actually a lot better for your baby's spinal development and for their hips if you wear them instead of putting them in a pram. So basically, if you think about our spine as an adult is um, in like an S shape, right? It has um, a few curves in it. But when a baby is born, they actually have more of like a C curve, just one big curve in their spine. And the curves come as, you know, they're able to lift, their, get that strength of lifting their head up. And then um, I guess the the lower one comes when they start crawling and eventually move up into standing. But so as a newborn baby, their spine is just fully in a curved C shape. So if they're spending a lot of their, you know, like the bulk of their day lying down on a flat surface, that's not cohesive to the shape of their spine and can actually, um, yeah, like hinder that development of, um, of maybe straightening that curve out when when it shouldn't be, yeah, just not supporting the natural shape of it. But so when you do baby wearing, it does support that natural shape because it hugs the baby so beautifully and they go into their natural position. Because if you think about, if you lay a baby down on their back, they don't just flatten out and go completely straight. Usually they keep their legs, you know, their knees tucked up and that's keeping, that's because they have that C-shaped curve or if they do have their legs out, um, Fern often I often say she looks like a frog. She has like her both knees kind of like dropped out to the side, but her legs are still tucked up. <coughs> and that's because of that natural curve to her spine. Um, and where, where the whole idea of it comes from, of naturally supporting that shape of the baby is, it's the exact same thing that you would be doing if you were just holding the baby with, you know, in your arms. If you pick the baby up and hold them to your chest, the position that they naturally form on you is the same one that's happening when you have them in a stretchy wrap or in a carrier. And yeah, it's just, it just shows that it's the way babies are naturally meant to be carried. We're just, you know, helping and supporting them with with a bit of material as well. But so I'm going to link this article, um, which is on the Boba website, which is a brand of, of baby ring um, gear. <laughs> Would you like to say something, Fern? You just want to lick the microphone. 
Yum. <laughs> okay, just a moment. But yeah, so check out the article for um, a really detailed read of, yeah, those more scientific aspects of supporting baby's spine development. But um, just a little summary of what it says, you know, besides talking about the spine is um, just that idea of that often these days, the way babies are brought up, they just live in containers. So say you're at home um, and they're in some sort of, you know, like bouncy thing or they're, um, I don't even know what people use because I'm so not in that world. Uh, no, there's so many things you can buy to put your baby in, right? Um, when those stand-up things with all the toys around the edge, um, then you put them into the car seat. Then you have one of those fancy car seats that you can just take straight out and click into your pram, and then you might go for a walk, and then that clicks back into the car. And then when you get home, you might take them out and transfer them into their cot. And so it's just like... Babies living in this world of containers and they're obviously not all going to have baby lying directly flat. You know, the car seat is a bit curved and whatnot. But they're also just missing out on all that love and touch and connection. And, you know, I've talked about um, skin on skin before. All There's so many benefits of your baby being right there on your chest, close to your skin. <coughs> Helps regulate their breathing helps them feel calm and everything. So this is probably a good time to mention um, a type of carrier that's not so great and doesn't support that natural curve of the spine. And that's if you are wearing your baby in a carrier where they're on your front, but they're facing outwards. So they're facing the same way as you so they can see what's going on in front of you. And you see this type of carrier around a lot. Like before I was you know, had my head in the world of baby wearing. This was the one I knew about and had seen most frequently. It's kind of that like more sporty looking. Um, it's often black with like a white stripe or um, one. And you see, yeah, you see, you see them around a lot. Um, and so the difference in them is that, yeah, number one baby is facing forward away from you instead of facing towards you. Um, and secondly, it doesn't have the same leg support that a proper, um, oh, what's the word, like an ergonomic carrier has. So when baby is facing away from you, it actually means that they kind of end up in this hollow back position um, where their spine definitely isn't curved and it kind of like pulls their shoulder blades back and makes their puku stick out. And just their whole like center of gravity is off when they're facing that way. And then if you also don't have the legs supported, so what I mean by that is, um, oh, I had this really cool analogy that I actually put on my Instagram page a little while back where it showed a picture of somebody in a harness being pulled you know like pulled upwards and then somebody as opposed to somebody sitting in a hammock and this is a really good example of the difference between the two types of carriers so um you imagine you're in a harness and the straps go like right around your groin right and yeah for anyone who's been rock climbing you know that it's not very comfy when you when you get uh lowered down um from the top of the wall and but luckily you have a strap further out which kind of supports the rest of your leg 
but these forward-facing baby carriers don't even have that. So you're just getting like this major wedgie. And you know how I spoke about babies' natural position that they go in when if you just hold them on your chest without um, a baby carrier, they naturally tuck their legs up. And this carrier isn't doing that. And so it means that they're... <clears throat> their natural position just isn't supported at all. So please, if you have been given one of them, um, it's definitely not the best thing to use for your baby's spine and hip development. There is one brand of carrier. I I don't know too much about it, but I have seen, and it's I think it's Ergo Baby, where it is a forward-facing one, but it does have the proper leg support. So... Um, the proper leg support means that the material goes all the way out to the baby's knees. Uh, so there is, yeah, there is one brand that does that. So I think that one's okay. I still feel like the center of gravity is off and it's still not amazing for their spine. But yeah, you can do do your own research into that. Um, yeah, so if you see those around or if you have one, I would highly recommend just looking into that a bit more um, look at this article and they've got some really good images and descriptions as well as to why they are not ideal so on to the types of carriers that are good um, to use there are a lot but oh but also just before I go into those um, I just wanted to say that with all baby wearing it seems really tricky at first even if it's a simple buckle carrier which you know is really like intuitive of all you need to do is do up three buckles kind of thing and babies and there's still so many adjustments that you can do um, that you tweak to make it feel really comfy on you so I found like almost every single time I've tried a new carrier the first time it hasn't felt good but I promise you it's worth persevering and trying it a few times and checking again on YouTube like am I doing that right or googling how can I adjust this carrot this specific carrier so it's comfier on me um yeah and you'll be amazed by like the second or third time using it <laughs> fans just sing a little song um you will have it sussed and it's the best feeling when you you know how to put it on properly and um, like with this stretchy wrap, it's a little bit tricky to get the perfect tightness, but after, yeah, after a few goes, you get it down and it's, it's just like so satisfying. Okay. So I'm going to kind of, uh, just speak about a few of them, which I have used the most and have the most knowledge about, um, kind of in the order that I use them. So number one is the stretchy wrap, which I talked about. Uh, a little bit earlier which is the long stretchy piece of material um, this is the first wrap I used and I loved it and this is the I think almost the only carrier or the main carrier that you can use right from you know day one of of baby being a newborn some of the other ones you need to wait till they're a bit bigger um, but yeah this one you can use straight away Another positive of the stretchy wrap is <clears throat> that it holds baby really snug. So like I said before, kind of like that, um, you know, like why some people choose to swaddle is that babies feel comforted when they're being held really securely and tightly. So <clears throat> it's that same kind of, kind of idea. So again, when they're a newborn, it's really, really good for that and helps 
baby to fall helps your baby to fall asleep um much more easily i think than say if they were in a buckle carrier you can get some buckle carriers that are made for quite small babies um not not straight from newborn but um they yeah they just i don't think they provide that same cozy wrapped up snuggly feeling as the stretchy wrap um you can also because um, they are a little bit of a pain to put on, right? You know, like they take a couple of minutes to to um, put on properly and adjust. But the cool thing is that if you put that on at the start of the day, and as long as you're wearing a breastfeeding friendly top, um, but it kind of crosses over your front in an X. So when your baby's not in it, your breasts are accessible if you're wearing a top that you don't have to pull up from the bottom. So you can just tie it at the start of the day if that annoys you because it, it is, does get a bit frustrating putting it on and off and on and off. Um, yeah, then you just leave it on all day, even if you're like hopping in the car um, and like popping out somewhere. Um, the trick if you're doing that is to not tie the knot at the back and stay tied at the side on your hip or even if you're going to be like, you know, sitting down on the couch or on a chair during the day. Um, yeah, just tie the knot to the side and then it doesn't get in the way when you're sitting down. Um, yeah, so the one con would be that, yeah, it takes a little longer to put on, but I think the benefits outweigh that con when, um, your baby's a newborn. And then, yeah, the other thing is just that eventually, uh, your baby probably will get a bit too heavy for it. It will just, it won't be so comfy. Um, yeah, it'll just start feeling too heavy for you and for, for the fabric as well. I think maybe, maybe up to kind of like around six months, but yeah, obviously dependent on on your baby and their size and weight and whatever works for you but yeah so I think I, s- I think I use that a lot for at least the first two or three months of Fern's life um, and I don't use it anymore except for when um, Fern got a little bit sick maybe a month ago she got a cold that was kind of like her first sickness she'd had and I'd had like ingrained in the back of my mind that I didn't want to forget that uh, skin on skin was really beneficial when uh, your baby is sick um, or if they're in pain or anything it helps with that so you know I had her just in a nappy and me topless and I put the stretchy wrap on and I had her in there and she also just wanted to be close to me the whole day like you know usually I can put her down on the mat you know for sometimes for like an hour without her even needing me but I'd put her down and she'd just start crying straight away and <clears throat> you know kids can generally tend to get a bit clingy when they're sick because they just they need you more understandably um so yeah I did use it then so I was happy that I still still had that um Moby wrap to use um and it was really good then but yeah I'm not sure what she'd be liking it now I feel like she's a bit too heavy but you never know cool oh the one other thing I wanted to say about stretchy wrap so the ones that I had the material was a one-way stretch and this was initially what I thought a stretchy wrap should be. Um, that's what the Moby is, and that's a really well-known brand. I think it's an American brand, but um, you hear people talking about that one a lot. But I actually found that I didn't actually enjoy using that one so much because of the one-way stretch, whereas the one that I used when firm was uh, t- really small the thinner lightweight one it had a two-way stretch and it actually it just fit something about it just like fit her and fit me better 
So once the rat was on and I slipped her in, it was just all way more snug. And um, I actually watched a video a couple of months back on the Raising Ziggy YouTube channel. And she, uh, maybe it's on her Facebook. Um, <coughs> and she was reviewing the Boba stretchy wrap. And this one was a two-way stretch. And she was just kind of like raving about the difference to the one-way stretch and yeah how it's just so much easier to actually have the right fit once you've got your baby in there um and I was lucky enough to be able to try one of those and yeah I just I fully agreed that my personal preference was that I enjoyed that more so bear that in mind if if you're not enjoying the fit or the feel of one maybe you can try the other option and that actually leads me on to mentioning <coughs> the coolest group ever um, there's a group in Auckland and I'm pretty sure they're in other parts of New Zealand as well. Um, and they are called Sling Babies. Now you can find these guys on Facebook. I'll leave a link to the Auckland, um, Facebook page in the show notes, but yeah, just have a, have a Facebook search if you live elsewhere. I'm pretty sure there'll be one in your area. And these guys are so amazing. They're just all volunteers. Um, in Auckland there's lots of them there's one in almost every corner of Auckland you know a west group an east group a south group one up north even where I am now and what they have is they have a library of carriers and they have all of the different types and once a month they hold a meetup you can go along and they have a little talk and a demonstration at the start where they kind of do what I'm doing now explain every type of rap but because you're there in person they're also able to give the demonstration so you you learn the different types the different uses the pros and cons you see how they're actually put on and then afterwards there's lots of free time for you to go and have a little look yourself try some on and there's all the um awesome ladies up the front there available to help you you know find the best carrier for whatever age and stage your baby's at or um, to help you make sure you're wearing it correctly Um, yeah I just I can't recommend these guys enough and they're so welcoming and you can go when you're pregnant before you've had your baby I'd actually recommend that especially if you're wanting to use a stretchy wrap it's really cool to have that experience first but then the best bit is that you can hire say you try a carrier on and you love it you can then hire that one from them and actually try it in your home for two weeks or a month until the next meetup and it does cost but it's it's not much it's really reasonable I think it might be like $15 or something for the month maybe 20 um yeah so amazing instead of having to you know go out and buy a carrier and having no idea if you'll like it or how to use it you can you know good old try before you buy so definitely get along to one of those I've been numerous times I didn't unfortunately didn't make one before I had Fern it just um, worked out that it was always on a day on a Friday when I worked but I've been a few times since I went to the one out west when I was living out there and I've been to the north one once as well Um, and it's been so great so please check them out and head along to a meetup there they're really friendly or even if you just want to like get out of the house and go to something (laughs) they're so welcoming and you can (laughs) it was so funny I remember going to the first one and I was like oh like should I put Fern in, in her stretchy wraps like carry her from the car into the building I was like will they judge me if I'm not using the carrier <clears throat> but um no that was so silly you know like people rock up with their babies and prams it's not 
it's like if you do baby wearing, you can still use a pram. It's not like an, an all exclusive <laughs> club at all. You know, we're so just like do do whatever works best for you. All right. So I'd largely been using the stretchy wrap with Fern. But after the first Sling Babies meetup I went to, I came home with a ring sling. So that's the next type of carrier that I'm going to talk to you guys about. So this one just goes over one shoulder. It's kind of like, you know, how you'd wear like a sash or something. And then it has a ring which the end of the material, material is threaded up and back through. And it means you can adjust it. So... Um, one of the ladies who was up the front of the sling baby, she was wearing one as a demo and she had a newborn baby in it. And it just looked so snug and so great. But the funny thing was, was that I actually had one of these ring slings at home already that um, one of my cousins had given me to borrow. It was a nature baby one. And it was, it was kind of made out of like a really thick, stiff cotton material. And I tried to use it and it just... It didn't work for me at all. Um, I could put Fern in... Uh, actually, okay, this is what I think happened. I think that I thought that Fern was meant to be like lying down in it, like cradled in it, was the perception I had of how it was used, which is completely wrong. So I tried doing that, but then her head's kind of like really dangerously like covered by the material and her spine like didn't uh, just it didn't look comfy at all. <clears throat> and then I tried having her more upright, like the same way she is in the stretchy, but just slightly off to one side. And that worked better, but I wasn't able to adjust it properly. Like I still always had to have one arm around Fern. I couldn't have both arms free. So I, I tried it a little bit, but didn't have too much success with it. But after going to Sling Babies, um, the difference with going there was that, number one, they showed me how to wear it properly and adjust it and fit it to fern which was so great but it was also a different type of ring sling it was um, made out of a woven material which was much more kind of like moldable is that even a word <laughs> um it yeah just like molded to fern better and was way easier to tighten and and stay tight uh yeah so I was so grateful to them um for showing me that and when she was in it correctly she was um like directly face on to me because I kind of pictured her being on my hip like on the side and you can do that but much later on you know when babies are strong enough to sit up by themselves you can do that and have them on your hip on the side and the ring sling but when she's still newborn and doesn't have that strength um the the way you have her is directly face on so her chest on my chest um with her knees tucked up same as in the stretchy and you just secure her in like that and I was able to get it so she was felt really secure and I had both hands free so um then the major bonus why I started using this one over the stretchy wrap was it was so quick to put on you know I literally just chucked it over one shoulder slip fern in adjusted it and that was it. So that became my new favorite little um, tool for carrying fern around. So again, yeah, just wouldn't, but wouldn't have known any of that with without going to to the sling babies. Um, anything else to say about that? Oh, okay. This was the biggest thing. When I had fern in the stretchy wrap, I couldn't work out how to feed 
couture while still being in the stretchy wrap because I do it really tight. When you've got babies, um, your baby in these carriers, you want them up nice and high on your body. The One of the rules, and I'll, I'll reiterate these at the end, but is that they're always close enough for you to be able to kiss the top of their head. So they're quite high up on your chest. And yeah, so firm was always too high, you know, like her head was well above my breasts. And yeah, I just... I, I watched a couple of YouTube videos, but for some reason it just wasn't working for me. But in the ring sling, I was able to just lower Fern down a bit, so just kind of let a bit of material out, and then she was at the height of my breast, and I was able to feed her in that. And that was so exciting. Like, that was a big game changer. Um, yeah, I was really stoked once I was able to do that. And it meant I could do things like, I remember Dylan and I often struggled at dinner time that, Fern would have these massive like cluster feeds around dinner time and we just really wanted to you know eat dinner together instead of you know me having to wait until Fern was done but then often she'd have to go right to bed and I'd have to go with her and yeah it was just a little bit tricky but once we got the ring sling I was able to have her on me close and she was feeding and I was able to you know have one hand free to eat at the same time so that was really cool so that's the ring sling um, so after I, when I had to give that one back that I hired, I actually purchased one of those secondhand, but, um, I didn't end up, I haven't actually used it as much as I thought I would. I used it, the, the rental one lots in that period, but it was maybe like a month later that I actually got myself one and by then I was, um, also like starting to look into buckle carriers and then that ended up being much easier and that's the main one I use now and yeah so I mean I still kind of I think about it every now and then and I pull it out and use it a little bit but I think once I can have fern on my hip I might go back to using that one more we'll see okay so then buckle carriers so these are the more structured ones and the major um and this was like the next carrier that I had my eye on to try, you know, like you're at the Sling Babies meetings and you're going, oh, which one am I going to try next? Which can I hire next? Um, and I think it's because these are the most common ones that you see around. And like I said earlier, there's, you know, those ones that aren't, uh, that face outwards and aren't so great for, for a baby's spine. But um, yeah, I had definitely seen these ones around as well where baby's facing into you and their legs are supported. So I hired one of them next from Sling Babies and just like fell in love with that one as well. Um, obviously the major, major benefit of them is how easy and quick they are to put on. Um, so yeah, you just clip it, clip the buckle around your waist, you put the baby in, you put your arms through and then you just do the clip um, on the back at the top of your shoulder blades. Pull a couple of straps and that's it it's so quick and easy and so I had that and I had the ring sling and the stretchy I had the three carriers by then but I found myself just always going to use the buckle carrier because it was just the easiest to put on um and Fern seemed happy in it uh she must have mm, maybe been at least three months by then when I got the buckle carrier <coughs> so that was really great um, and it also has a little pouch on the front, which you can put like your phone, your keys in if you're going for a walk. So I really liked that as well. Um, but I didn't find it quite as comfy as I had 
the stretchy wrap. Oh, this is just reminded me. Sorry, I forgot when I was talking about the ring sling. One of the cons of it is that obviously all the weight is just on your one shoulder. It's not evenly spread out across your body like it is in the stretchy wrap. So it's not something that you want to wear for long periods of time. So if I was going out for a walk, I wouldn't put fern in uh, in the ring sling. I would go back to the stretchy or if I had the buckle carry, I would use that because that's more of a long, uh, a better one for having her in for longer periods of time. But the ring sling's great for just chucking on quickly, um, being able to feed in it. So like if I, I might just always have that in the car and if I was going to the shops, I might just pop her. So easy to pop on, put her in, take her out, back in the car seat again. Um, yeah, so if you if you wear it for a long time, that one shoulder does get sore and she's just, yeah, not quite as secure as in one of the other two options, but it definitely has its uses. Okay, but so back to the buckle carrier. Um, I just talk a tiny bit more about it. Uh, yeah, I just found that the straps that the weight was a much was much mm, kind of like I could just feel it on my shoulders and around my waist where the straps went, and it felt yeah I could I could like feel her weight, but um, after a while I realized that I just wasn't fitting it to myself correctly so again she needs to be sitting up really high and you pull everything really tight you shouldn't feel like you need to be leaning forward you should be able to freely stand upright and so you want the waist belt you actually um you don't have it down on your hips which is I think what I initially pictured you have it up around your waist so that she's nice and high so yeah, I think that's the buckle carry. The one that I ended up getting was the Boba X. Um, so I went along to the Sling Babies. I hired one, which was a Tula, I think is how you say it. That was the first one I tried and it was fine. But then um, I tried on the Boba and found it a lot comfier after I'd been using the Tula for a month. So that's the one I ended up buying. But the cool thing about both the Tula and it's the Tula Free to Grow and the Boba X, like the specific model. The benefit of those two is that you can use them from, they grow with your baby. So um, they've got lots of straps you can adjust the height of the panels you know as they get taller it can grow up their back with them you can loosen that strap you can obviously tighten um, the waist and around your arms but you can also change the width of the distance that goes between their legs because (laughs) because that's obviously going to grow as your baby gets bigger and it's important that that is sitting right in um the where right goes right out to where their knee is and so the boba just has some velcro and you can just lift it up and slide the bottom of the panel out to whatever distance you need for your baby so um, that's the major benefit of those two and so I just went for the one that was comfier so I actually ended up purchasing this carrier brand new and I don't often buy stuff that's brand new but I thought it was a really good investment um, because you know it's going to last Fern for um, you know for as long as she needs it um, because it grows with her and because it was a newer model there weren't really many secondhand ones available so yeah I've been been really happy with that one but I'm sure there's other good ones out there too but so if it's not uh, not one that grows with your baby they often come with an infant insert or a newborn insert. 
um, which I don't know too much about, but just from the sounds of it, yeah, it's just something you slot in and it makes it smaller for for when your baby is little and then you can take it out and use it when they're older as well. So yeah, just have a look into all those options. Hmm. Oh, okay. A couple of other benefits of the buckle carrier is having a hood on it. So when Fern is in it on my front and she's breastfeeding, I'm able to put the hood up and then that supports her head and then I still have two hands free. Whereas if she was in the ring sling and breastfeeding, I needed one hand um, supporting her head. So that's really cool. And then obviously if she goes to sleep, I can pop the hood up as well because, you know, the head kind of goes all fluffy once they're asleep. Um, I'm sure there was one other thing I was going to say... Oh, I remembered. Okay. So one of the big questions I had, because, um, you know, you're often seeing smaller babies worn on your front and facing inwards, and that's the way they should be. But I was like, when can I put her on my back? And, you know, especially recently, I'd been dying to do that because she was getting really heavy on my front. And it was, yeah, as I said, it was starting to hurt my back. But I think that's because I breastfed Fern in it to sleep a lot. And so ended up wearing it a lot lower than it should have been and that's why it was hurting me I think if you yeah if you wore it fitted properly um it wouldn't do that but the I think the official rule for when you're for when it's safe to have baby on your back is when they can sit up by themselves but because we um we're doing a method of with fern where we just kind of leave her to it and I'm not encouraging her to roll over or sit up or crawl or or propping her up to sit when she can't get into that position herself which I'll talk about in another podcast but um so it's going to take her a lot longer to sit up but I can already see that she has the strength for it and we tried her in it a few times you know when it was like Dylan and I there and so the other one could watch closely and check she was okay um, and she's so strong now. She doesn't slump down in it. There's no worry about her head getting, you know, about her slumping down and her head getting caught in there and um, not being able to breathe. So, yeah, started wearing her on my back just recently. And she's, you know, just turned six months. Um, so, yeah, you just do. Just you can judge. I'm sure you can judge that yourself. But don't worry, you will get there eventually. And the last type of um, carrier that I'm going to talk with you guys about today is something called a woven wrap. Now this is quite similar to the stretchy wrap in terms of it's just one long piece of material but it's made out of quite a different material so there's no real stretch in it um, and it's a lot thicker and stronger being a woven wrap so the way the weaver's done but you tie it in a similar way to the stretchy not exactly but um yeah now this one is like a whole another world almost of woven wraps there's people can get like I've seen that people get quite obsessed about these but having like the prettiest woven wraps and um there's so many different types of carries you can do on the front on the back um even like tandem wearing two babies at once so Yeah, um, I unfortunately haven't had any experience with these yet, but I'm hoping to a little bit later on. So the main time you would, um, actually, no, I think you can use these from earlier on, um, but the benefit I see is when your child gets too heavy for a stretchy, it would be a cool time to switch to a woven wrap. But yeah, I think they need a little bit more perseverance in terms of learning the, um, yeah, the different ways you can tie them, but 
they look like lots of fun as well and I think you can you can have ba- uh, kids into them up to like I don't know I think the lady they had like a five-year-old and she was able to put her five-year-old up on her back in the, in the carrier so um yeah they're super strong and um, I remember one of the ladies saying once that another benefit is that they've got so many other uses. If you're just always carrying a woven wrap around with you, it can also be a picnic rag, a blanket, like a shawl around your shoulders or cover your baby. Um, and they also make a really cool like hammock swing from if you tie them around a tree. Um, yeah, so that's, that's all the types I'm going to talk about for now. There are definitely more types of carriers but those are the main ones that I know of and have had experience with that I can share with you guys and yeah I just can't recommend enough that if you're wanting to find out more to find one of those sling babies groups okay I just have kind of like a few last little random points that I want to make sure I cover before I finish um and then I actually have two questions um about baby ring which um through Instagram which I'm going to answer for those people okay so um, oh okay a cool point um I had was about you if you if you're able to use public transport to get around from your house then baby ring is like just the best because picture you've got like your baby um in the stretcher or whatever they're on you and they've fallen asleep and then you need to go out Imagine if you could just walk to the bus stop, hop on the bus, go to wherever you're going and baby can just stay asleep the whole time. You don't need to do any like transfer, try transfer into the car seat and then they wake up and then um, it's really frustrating. Um, And same with trains and you know, then if they do wake up, you can easily get them out, just give them a feed. They can have a little look around and a wriggle and yes, I think in terms of public transport or yeah, if you're able to just walk places, baby carriers work super well. Um, and just another point I wanted to make was how I think it's so cool for, um, the babies to be worn because then they get the perspective of being able to see what you see almost. Um, and I think, yeah, I just really like the idea of, uh, your baby getting to just, see what you're doing all the time because you know if they're just lying on the ground in one spot they're eventually going to get over looking at whatever they're looking at right but if they're on you they're constantly being entertained not by you making a visible effort to entertain them but just by you doing whatever you're doing whether that's the dishes making some food um doing some sewing or whatever it is so you know just walking around even um is is probably just really I think it's just really entertaining for them and the best way for them to learn about the world and I yeah I just think it's a really cool balance of like I give Fern some time on the ground because she definitely like craves some time by herself and to move you know move her own body and explore the items around her in that way but then I also know that she just loves being on my back or on my front and being able to see whatever I see as well. She doesn't feel like she's missing out. So also the point of um, if you've just put, okay, you're like trying out a carrier for the first time. Say it's a stretchy wrap and you put your baby in. And now the stretchy wrap is a little tricky to get into. You need to do a little bit of kind of like bending baby's legs up and in. Um, and it can definitely be a slightly uncomfortable for them but 
I just want to say like it's so worth persevering like don't just think oh they hate the rap they don't like the rap I can never use this um I remember a lot of the time when I was putting fern in she would you know just start complaining a little bit um so the trick for sure is to just like jiggle <laughs> um jiggle up and down on the spot as you're putting them in and then just get moving straight away so have everything organized say you're going out on a walk you know have your shoes and everything on already and put baby in as the last step so you can get walking straight away and then majority of the time they will just settle down straight away um but if they don't one thing I've definitely found and this was kind of through doing EC which was the um the early potty training um watching the communication signals from your baby about needing to go toilet is that if Fern needs to do a poo she really doesn't want to be in the carrier and that's kind of one of their things is that babies don't actually want to go toilet on you and Fern seems to be fine doing a pee you know she's wearing a nappy so she's doing it into a nappy but even then she doesn't want to do a poo so a couple of times I've actually felt her like physically like trying to push off me like to get out of the carrier and that's very different to just like a little complaint about you know while you're putting them in or I don't really want to be in here anymore um so that's also another good thing to recognize so again if they're like really trying to get out don't just write it off as it's not working give it a go maybe like just wait till the next day and then try again um and hopefully uh, hopefully things will work or just take them to toilet or just see if they do a poo or try again a bit later. Um, but that also brings me to another really cool point, which is, <laughs> I feel like often as a parent, your baby's um, communicating with you that they need something and you don't know what it is. Yes, this rings a bell, right? Um, so I definitely, f- yeah, found this quite a bit. And I found that putting Fern into the carrier was a really helpful way sometimes of working out what it was that she needed so say she just needed say she just craved some closeness or some attention or company and I put her in and she just settled down and just like chilled in there then you know that's that problem solved if she was tired she would fall asleep so there's that sorted um if she was hungry what she does when she's in the carrier or what she did when she was a newborn was she would kind of like nuzzle her head around, like looking for my breast once she felt that she was close and on my chest. So that would be another signal for me so then I could take her out and feed her. Um, yeah, and like I said, the toileting one as well. If it was that she needed to do a poo, I could also feel that by her pushing away and trying to get out of the carrier. So really useful um, little trick there that I encourage you to try out. So... The very last, actually no, I'll save that one for when I answer the question. Okay, cool. So I I just posted on Instagram that I was back in the um, podcasting world after my holiday and I was going to do one on baby wearing and if anyone had any questions and it was so cool, I've got two questions to answer. (coughs) So the first one is from Abby. Thank you for your question, Abby. And she said, I've heard that certain baby wraps slash scarves can be dangerous. I'd love to hear more about the safety of certain baby wearing products. And this is such a good question because, you know, a lot of the time that's one of our main concerns is the safety of our baby. So um, I'll speak to what I know, Abby. Um, At the Sling Babies meetups, 
at the start when they're showing the different types of carriers, there's always this one type that they show that they say, please never use this type of carrier. And if you see it anywhere, if you see it in an op shop, buy it and go throw it in the bin. Um, if you see it being sold online, like get in touch with the person or get one of us to do it and let them know that it's not safe. And I can't remember the exact name for it, but it was something like a handbag carrier. And so what it looks like is a little bag with a zip and everything on a really long handle. And they're usually these bright, funky colors. Um, and you put baby in lying down in that cradle position that I said I first thought that that's how I use how you use the ring sling and so and you can even do the zip up over your baby so I mean like just listening to that right now it sounds ridiculous right so this one is absolutely not safe babies have actually oh no sorry no there wasn't a zip it was like a drawstring that you pulled close over the top of the baby and babies have died in this carrier so that one is an absolute definite no. Um, as opposed to the rest of the carriers, like I mentioned earlier, in terms of um, better carriers is the ones that have that are f- um, facing inwards to you and um, where there's proper leg support to support baby's spine. So that's another... Um, another way you can keep your baby safe in terms of their body. Um, but then there are some um, baby wearing kind of like rules or or good practice um, to do whichever sort of these carriers you're using. So one of them is that you always want the baby's head close enough to be able to kiss. So you should just be able to look down and give the top of your baby's head a kiss. That's how close they need to be. Their face obviously needs to be completely uncovered and the airways um, clear and not blocked. So what you don't want to happen is, and this is, you need to be most mindful of this with a very new baby, you know, when they're still very floppy and don't have much strength. You don't want baby's chin down on their chest and their whole mouth and nose getting buried into your chest, into their chest and into the carrier because their airways that can block their airways and stop their breathing. So you need to make sure that you can always see their mouth and their nose and that that that, that space is clear and that they're able to breathe fine. And um, yeah, but honestly, it's not a worry. It's um, all you need to do is just a simple check of that and your baby is on you. You know, it's not like it's hard to see or to check anytime you need. Um, as long as you've got the wrap tied on correctly and nice and tight and so it won't all come loose and baby will slouch down and get lost in there, um, then yeah, then it won't be a problem at all. So close enough to kiss. Um, so when you're using the stretchy wrap, if baby falls asleep, what you can do is kind of tuck their head into one side of the wrap to support it. But what you do is you tuck it in so that their hair is covered in the back of their head but their face is still visible to you so you would never ever cover their um, face especially not a newborn once once your baby is bigger three four five months um, you know like I do put the whole hood up and over for now in the carrier 
And, you know, we've only just switched to being on the back where I can't really see what's happening. But she's big enough and strong enough that I don't feel like I need to worry about or I just do like a quick check with my cell phone or in the mirror if I'm at home but you know when she's on the front and I put the hood up I can all I need to do is look down and I can see her face and her mouth and nose um, and check that they're clear the other thing um, I just thought of in terms of safety is just um, just think about layering uh, how many layers your baby is wearing in the carrier just so that, you know, they're not overheating. Um, or I guess the opposite. Um, yeah, it's not like, again, it's definitely not a massive issue, but just something to bear in mind is that usually the carrier, especially if it's um, a wrap, it counts as a layer of clothing. So, you know, uh, I, I just remember when Fern first arrived, I really struggled with knowing how many layers of clothing to put on her. Um, and what do they say? You usually have one more, put one more layer on than you're wearing yourself. But so say you're inside and you're going to go outside. Often I wouldn't even really put an extra layer on Fern. I might just put like some booties on and a beanie on. But then putting her in the carrier itself, like was that extra, you know, jumper or extra layer? Um, but you can obviously get different materials of carriers. Some are thicker, some are thinner. So yeah. You will know or you will figure it out, don't you worry. And then lastly in terms of safety, just making sure that you're using a carrier that is age appropriate. So there's some that are definitely not suitable for a newborn baby um, and others that aren't strong enough for an older baby. So yeah, they all come with instructions. If you're buying one secondhand, hopefully you can still look up um, the user information online. But um, and then there's always the Sling Babies groups to go into and ask for their opinion as well. So you can, if you have a carrier at home that you've been given by someone or maybe you've found an op shop or whatever, you can actually take that in to this group and you can say, hey, what do you think about this carrier? Is it safe to use? How do I use it? How do I fit it? And they're totally happy to help with stuff like that as well. Cool. So thank you, Abby. I hope that that helped. Um, and then my second question was from Megan. Megan, the absolutely amazing artist. I am blown away by everything I see you create. Thank you for sharing it on Instagram. Um, and she has asked, how are you and baby finding it with baby wearing in the hot weather? Very good question, Megan. <sighs> so I think if Fern was a newborn right now and I was using the stretchy wrap, I would like be sweltering and so hot and really struggling with that because you know that's like I said it's an extra layer for baby but it's also like an extra layer for you and once you've got your hot water bottle baby and then an extra layer yeah it's definitely going to get hot in the summer heat so my advice would be if you were at that stage in summer is um, just to buy a stretchy wrap that's made of the lightest material you can find. So you can get ones made out of bamboo, you can get more synthetic ones that would just be cooler on your skin and for baby and for you. Um, and you can also just have baby in a nappy, you could just be wearing like a bra or a crop top um, and then put the stretchy on. The cool thing is you can almost like just wear the stretchy wrap as a top if you're just wearing underwear underneath or a bikini or whatever it is. Um, it wraps around your whole tummy and over your shoulders and yeah, it can it can look 
it can um, be instead of your top even if you're super super hot so that would be my advice in terms of that but I also know people who have jumped into a buckle carrier as soon as their baby was big enough um, because that is so much more breathable you know the side your sides aren't covered there's that space um, you know where baby's arms and legs come out for for air, more air to circulate so I do know people who have done that as an option and that's what I found because I've been using the buckle carrier 99% of the time um, is that it hasn't actually been too bad. We definitely get hot and sweaty and there's definitely like a really good sweat patch left on both of us afterwards. But it hasn't been terrible. Like, yeah, it's definitely been manageable. Sometimes if it's the middle of the day and I'm just around home um, and I feel like it's too hot to have fin sleep on me, that's when I just really try to get her to sleep in the bed. But, yeah, otherwise just try spend that hottest part of the day in the shade or inside, or in an air-conditioned car. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, just like choose your times if you're going out for a walk. Just choose the best times possible. Actually, and I also heard even with things like a ring sling, I remember seeing a post in one of the groups once about somebody was, was like traveling to the islands and, yeah, had that exact situation, knew it was going to be hot and was asking for recommendations and someone recommended a ring sling that was kind of almost made of this meshy material even, so even more breathable and um, cool. So there's definitely options out there, so that's my main advice is just um, choosing the type of material for your carrier to suit the, I guess, the main climate you'll be using it in. Okay, you guys, I think we've done it. Ah, oh, there was one more thing in terms of how you should be wearing baby in the carrier. You know how I said the um, close enough to kiss, airways not blocked. The other thing is that you always ideally want baby's legs and butt, I guess, to form the shape of an M. So what I mean is if I was looking at someone who was wearing the baby on the front of their back, doesn't matter, that so from their left foot up to their knee, down to the butt, up to the right knee and down to the right foot, that that should create an M shape. So you want the baby's knees sitting a little bit higher than their butt. So what I do when I put fern in, I make sure that the, <coughs> the buckle carrier, or actually in the stretchy, whatever it is, I make sure that it's meeting her knees um, and then I kind of almost like hold her butt and tilt her whole butt and pelvis and legs in towards me to help with that shape. And again, that's just supporting that um, natural curve of the spine. Okay, cool. I'm just going to leave you guys with a few groups to check out if you're interested <coughs> all these will be in the show notes so I've already mentioned sling babies um the sleep store now this is a really good place to buy brand new carriers if you're in New Zealand unfortunately it's just an online store uh, you can't go and try them on so again that's why sling babies is amazing but um yeah they have sales and uh they just yeah they have a good variety of good carriers to choose from and I think they also have some descriptions about them on there if you're not sure which one will be suitable for you there's helpful information on there too 
Um, and in terms of Facebook, there is a group that sells secondhand carriers. So what you need to search is NZBWMP space sales. And that just stands for New Zealand Baby Wearing Marketplace <laughs> Sales. Um, and yeah, it's a bit of a complicated procedure on there to buy and sell. But yeah, if you have the patience, you can figure it out. And yeah, nice to be able to buy secondhand. Okay. Hopefully that has given you um, a good little first overview of baby rearing. And if it all seems daunting, just don't worry because I knew none of this when I started and before I had Fern. Um, it's just all come as, you know, as I've gone along. And yeah, just try one carrier at a time. Go to those Sling Babies meetups and yeah, don't be bummed out if it doesn't work the first time. Try again because... Yeah, I feel like for oh, this will work for almost every baby and it's so, so life-changing. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Oh, you guys, also, if you are in Auckland, um, this Sunday there is the Auckland Vegan Food Fair happening and I'm going to be speaking there at 1 o'clock talking about having a vegan pregnancy and raising a vegan baby. So, yeah, come along and check that out if you're there. Okay, talk to you guys soon. Bye.